52 mindset means having a hustler's ambition and ambition of a rider. Shit, I hope it gets a line step. Yeah. What a, what a noise. What an energy. I don't know. Them niggas is drunk. They told me to drop. There we go. Who that? Wait, wait, wait. Hey. We got to do that one more time. Yes, yes, yes. You know. Shout out, somebody. Shout out the crew. Yes. Yo, you already know what it is. This is 52 Mindset. I'm your boy, Hollywood Deuce. A.K.A. Two Fingers. There we go. He's here. 40 40 for the block with the corona still. Oh, wait. More importantly. Uh oh. Oh, fireball. Whew. You just drinking that straight? Jesus. This nigga been on his Stone Cold Steve Austin shit. That's my freshman year of college shit, that fireball. Oh, oh shit. You hear that voice, Bob? <laughs> Facts. I'm hearing shit. Yeah, that's. I heard that voice somewhere before. He, he definitely wasn't black. What? Oh, shit. How, how you know? <laughs> huh? You'd be surprised. Right? If you, the, right now the camera's not on him. People may they think saw he a when brother. he leaned over to pick up his drink. So oh, his, his, so his white hand. That's right. They gave it away. How you know you're not like albino <laughs> or some shit? Albino? That's crazy. We need an albino guest. <laughs> that'll that'll you're really out of luck with you're right out of luck with me if you need that albino <laughs> shit. No, my, my so the bro. gentleman to our left is my man's. If y'all haven't watched, I had recently did an interview on uh, the Cipher podcast. On YouTube, the gentleman... Uh, That's definitely a white hand. Yeah, it oh, definitely yeah. was. He, uh, you know, I came to, went to his studio, and he, um, we had a great conversation, discussed the music, discussed the podcast, all that stuff. Absolutely. And, uh, really cool dude. My man's from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So you already know he with the shits. Yes, you know right. And hey, we need to make some noise for Detroit up in this bitch. Make oh, some noise right? for Detroit in there. <laughs> Come on, man. make some noise for Detroit up in this yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, my Coming man right Michael in, from man. the Let's Cypher go. Podcast. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Make some noise for Detroit in this month. There you thank go. You. I like Come that on, energy, man. man. Make Detroit. some motherfucking Well, you know, T-Bubbles got the whole, you know, intro or whatever. Everyone going crazy for I ain't got tits ass, but I got some other shit to offer you. <laughs> you heard that hot to get shit. Over. We talking crazy the in this bitch. We would block, we would deuce, and Yo, I got the drink, and I'm here. What you sipping on? I'm sipping on whatever block gave me. Hopefully, I'm. That's the deuce. Right that's there. the deuce, man. Yeah, feel me? That's right. Deuce say. Yo, you, nigga, you said you ain't. I called. You. See, I said nigga. I feel bad. <laughs> that's all right. You know what I mean? I'm still gonna say the nigga. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nigga, you know what I mean? No disrespect. Well, man. you don't know where I went to school. I actually went you to school in the inner that? city. There you go. So yeah. what the hell is a boy from Detroit doing over here in New York? Well, because. uh you know, I'm, I want to start a hip hop brand. I wanted to, I wanted to meet rappers and not that Detroit doesn't have that. They do. They got a great rap scene, but this is where hip hop started. This is where uh -huh. I feel yeah. like if I was going to grow, then I'm, I'm going to grow it here and then bring it back to Detroit at some point. So I got to, I got to get it here and then bring it back, you know? You come to New York, steal our shit, and go back home? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but, you know, I'll take a few of you with me. I respect you. And that's yeah. what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. Thank, you know what I mean? Thank you for even being here, man. First I all, appreciate you guys man. for having me. I've been looking forward to doing this. You know, I, I don't get the chance to do so many interviews on this side of the mic because I'm always the one, you know, preparing for my own shit. Oh, so how does that feel? Because I was just recently interviewed, too, and mm. I have my own personal opinion about that. But. Well, it's different. You know, being on this side, you know, it's kind of weird. You're walking in, you're like, what are they going to ask me all this shit? You got to kind of, like, prepare yourself for your own story, which is always weird. It's weird talking about yourself. It's weird telling your own story, you know? You, you don't like telling telling yourself? Not that I don't like telling it. I always feel like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't hang around people that do some of the entrepreneurship stuff so much. So I always feel like I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm, 
bragging or whatever. It's not, it's not anything ever like that. I just, there's things that I want to do and my friends have things they want to do and I'm just in a little bit of a different arena. So it always feels weird talking about that, you know? Because, you, you know, I'm talking about my friends I, like, oh, they can't make the party tonight. What are you doing? Well, I'm headed to Brooklyn to, you know, I'm getting interviewed tonight. They're like, oh, you're getting interviewed tonight. It's like, the fuck? Shut up, hater. Yeah. Get in. But I'm out here. Dummy. Do something. Right. So it's kind of weird like that. But like preparing for an interview, you know, it's easy when you interview like someone who has a lot to talk about, you know, or a lot of experience in hip hop, you know. Mm -hmm. And so and you can kind of tell right off the bat in the first couple of minutes whether it's going to be a good interview or not. Because, you know, you, you I think this interview is going to be great. So the energy bit of easy great, question. So I have a feeling this is going to turn Detroit. around. He's going to ask us questions. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, you know, you, you know, it's 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 all you, you can tell in the first five minutes if it's going to be good. That's a you know? I want to know about your podcast, man, because. Yeah. When Block told me he was joining the podcast to talk about him. I said, who the fuck want Block on the mm. other side 52 mindset? No yeah. disrespect. I want, listen, I want people, I want people that can rap. That's all I want. Fuck. You no know? disrespect, Block. You my favorite rapper. Yeah. I want people that, I want people that can rap. I want people that can rap and talk about hip hop. Because, yeah, because I think, you know, hip hop right now, not that it's, you know, going in the wrong direction or the right direction or whatever, but just like, I feel like it's a lot of the same. And so when I started Cypher, my whole thing was like, all right, how can I bring people that are being original to the forefront of this? And, you know, that's kind of what my goal is with everything. So I find rappers, it's the hardest part of what I'm doing right now is not only like making the creative assets and trying to market this on social media, which I don't know shit about, but it's sure. like, like, and I, and I work with it or whatever, but like, Welcome to the club. yeah, exactly. But like, you need to have someone that knows, you know, the, the back and forths of the algorithm and each platform is different, right? So you're putting different shit on Facebook than you're putting on TikTok than you're putting on Instagram because you're catering to different audiences and the platforms are built for different reasons. So you got to keep that in mind. But it's also like when I'm, when I'm making my podcast, I just want rappers that are being original, that have something to offer. You know what I mean? That aren't talking about the same shit kind of that everyone else is talking about. Like it's, it's life's too short to try to pretend to be someone else. Just be your own person, exactly. but also exactly. like, you know, rap about it and make it rhyme and make it rhyme well. Absolutely. Thoma. Um, Thoma? Take that, that motherfucker. <laughs> well, when did you start uh, your podcast, bro? So the podcast has been something I've been working on for years, actually. When I was in college, I started, I revitalized a marketing company that was on campus. We got a loan from the college and they said, go start it. It was crazy, actually. Okay. We took one of the biggest pieces of business Shit. away from the college marketing department and they chose our company over the college marketing department. So that was kind of fun because I had a couple of friends work as interns there and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, we're better than you. We're taking you your go, business. Take, <laughs> we're, taking, we're taking your business. Now yeah. you say Thoma, right? right. That's a Thoma? And so, you, you know, you got, you got to let the ego creep in a little bit every now and then, right? You work hard for it, right? But like, Hollywood. you know, at some point, like, <laughs> I realized, I realized, I realized that like, uh, you know, like uh, owning a marketing company, whatever, wasn't wasn't really what I wanted to do. Like, I really wanted to be I wanted to be in the thick of it with artists. I wanted to help artists. My favorite thing is how can I take an artist's vision and help tell a story by that? You know what I mean? So when Block came just, in, I was just about to ask you, like, how do you go about picking your artist mm. who you want to interview? Absolutely. So like when when Block came in, you know, he actually reached out to me he through Mandela. <laughs> Loser. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you today, my nigga? Hey, man. Hey, listen, listen. Hey, my favorite. It's crazy, yo, because you take. Block the one that block the one that got me here. I love. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they got brought you two interviews today. That's what I'm. Yeah, fuck you. Nah, nah, don't do that shit. Nah. But uh, but no. So when I when I start doing it, I actually don't prepare that much to be honest. I I find their music and I listen to it on repeat for a couple of days. I try to get a feel for it. Yeah, real quick, shout out to you because I had like a hundred plus view streams on on fucking Apple Music. Cause yeah, a lot of those probably go. mine. There you go. Um, so I you know so I listen so I I listen to the music religiously for a couple of days, right? 
and that. yeah, and then and then I, I I Google you. I look at your Instagram. I look at your I'll social media. I come up with a few questions. If I find an article about you, I'll look at that. I'll look at a past interview, um, and then I come up with my own story for you. And my job as an interviewer is to my only job is how can I make this person interesting. And and kind of from my audience, but mostly from myself, because I'm the one doing the fucking interview. So I have to be the one to be interested. And if I'm interested, that energy will radiate through the content and people will get interested in it. Thoma. Pow. How the room went silent, man. What mic can I drop? What the hell, yo? <laughs> Nah, you 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 had you had them, you had them, you had them Detroit, you had them Detroit. Yeah, speaking to a whole bunch. Hey, that probably helps my case a lot though. Everybody in this room is gone, so I can say whatever I want, and everybody be like, "Now I'm sober, man, a genius." I'm still sober, sir. But um, so like, okay, so when when you started your your podcast, yeah, like how how was it in terms of like finding the artists? It's tough because you know why? There's so many wannabe rappers out there and they all got an Instagram. You know what I mean? And so I reach out to some of these guys and it's like, uh, oh, what's your music? And they send me some random ass YouTube link. And I'm like, nah, you got to have music on Spotify. You got to have Apple Music. You got to have some oh, type of business. You got to have You got to have it. I, I will not talk to you if you send me a YouTube link. So don't send me a YouTube link. I respect that. You know, you got to have a Right. You gotta have you gotta have a business with it. You know why? Because half of my shit is talking about the business. Me and Block talked about that. You know, we talked about learning the ins and outs of the entrepreneurship of the music industry as you kind of work your way through it. Because you have to know or else you're gonna get screwed as an artist. So my whole thing is like, if you got a platform, if you got if you got a base, if you got a foundation, then all right, we'll talk, and then I'll listen to your music, and if I vibe with it, if I feel it, then that's good. And then you know, from there. It, it's all on you. If you want to come in and do an interview, I, I will give you an hour and I'll give you a platform and, you know, I'll bring you in and, and it'll be a good conversation. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how I find people. But like, you got to have part of it. And I'm a small platform, right? I have like a hundred and something followers. I'm not afraid to admit that. That's but like, enough, I also know enough about hip hop and enough about the business to talk about it. So if you can't keep up, it's not a, it's not a good interview for me. You heard that? You heard like that, nigga? That. So you, you got to know a little bit about yourself. Like you got to have, you got to have those swim lanes, you know? Because at some point, like you can, I can talk to anybody, you know, you can, you can interview anybody about anything, you yeah. know what I mean? But like, at some point, like you got to bring it back to the brand. What's my brand? Originality and hip hop. Trying hip -hop, to be different in this shit. Trying to put people on, bro? right? Who's my hip hop influences. Well, I come from Detroit. So I, you guys are all going to roll your eyes. But yeah, Eminem's a big one for me. Hey, Slim Shady. Yeah, this man over here is, you know what I mean? Taking half my answers for me, but it is good. Um, you know, I, I, I really fuck with, I fuck with Benny the Butcher lately. He's in my top five. Okay. Um, you know, I fuck with uh, Bobby Sessions lately. He's pretty fucking good. Um, I like NF. Uh, you know, uh, Travis Scott. But uh, like the whole fucking thing about Astro World kind of got me Ooh. fucked up. So like, I'm I'm different. You know, my opinion about him is kind of rocky right now. Um, uh, I always like Jay Z. Obviously, you know, you got to go Bro. back to the legends, right? KRS One, Nas, all those guys as well. Rock him, all those see that? like. You see how he did his history? How old is he? All the, real quick? Uh, I'm 25. Look at that, Ooh. 25 years old, and he knows his numbers. He knows his name. Wait, our intern is. How how, how how old are you? Yeah, for the. Oh, <laughs> he said no way. He said my interview next. We're not talking about this. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I actually look. I was like, wait, right. <laughs> Like, nah, that's what's up, 25. But like, bro. it's like, but like, that's my thing, right? Like, if you want to love hip hop, what I realize is you can't just listen to the new guys coming up, you know? And yes. of course, there's Drake. You, honor to the old good. you, you the have old. to, you have to know who came before these guys. So give me, you said, you got uh, some of the, the old the guys. Give me something. Give me so, your top five old. Oh man, top five. Well, Ghostface Killer. Oh. In no particular order, right? Yeah, no, Ghostface no order Killer, Rock Him. 
uh, KRS-One because I like the lyric rappers, right? I like the lyric rappers. Uh, I'd say Nas, yeah, lyric and your swimming pool, you know. Uh, but like, uh, you know, I think uh, what are those? That's four. Uh, who else do I go with? You got to go with Hove. And uh, man, I'm in New York, so I'll go Biggie. Toma. So my question, seeing how you are from Detroit and you love Eminem, mm. how do you feel about Royce the 5'9"? Royce the 5'9 was actually a better lyricist than Eminem was from 1995 until mm. about 2003. And then Eminem put the Eminem show out and deaded that. That's a fact. I'm not. That's a whole fact. But the thing about their whole relationship was it was, you know, they were, they came up together, right? M got the big break. You know, he met with Dre, he did the Rap Olympics and all that stuff. And, and part of that was just luck. He was in the right place at the right time and the right guy grabbed his demo. You know, that's how it happened. Right. Royce had a little bit of a more, uh, uh, what's the word, like, uh, you know, more common path. Right. He really let it grind out. He he was he's rapping for, you know, 25 years. Royce has, you know, maybe even longer than that. And I, I respect Royce. He's actually my probably my second favorite MC from Detroit. Uh you know, I have, I just went like down the ringer with all of Royce's shit a few months ago and listened to pretty much everything he has. But I love Royce, uh, in a lot of ways. Some of, you know, some of his earlier stuff is more, more complex and more lyrical than Eminem was at the time. So it's kind of crazy. People don't always know that. You know, they think they discovered Royce off the Bad Meets Evil tape from 20. Don't, don't. 2015, Hold on. 2016. Uh, that's what you. I thought I was going to say, yeah, 2012 or 20. Oh, Bad Meets Evil? Yeah, the Bad Meets one? Evil. The first one was 1999 off Slim Shady LP, but the, the one I'm talking about is uh, like no, 2010. No, no. So, At you know. shit, yes, he does. That's fucking so, awesome. you know, people thought that, that he became big from that. No, Rice has been rapping and. You know, since the nineties, man. It's, just, it's crazy. Yeah. I actually just I talked to a rapper that. last week, uh, Unlearn the World, some guy from the Bay. And he said he spent two years in Detroit and there was this studio that he always used to go to in some mall in Detroit that Royce used to use and it was in a back room and he said that he would go in the studio after Royce and Royce would leave his lyric sheets all on the wall and he would see Royce's rhymes written out and he would study them to try to learn how to become a lyricist like him. It was crazy. He didn't remember the name of the mall, but I just thought that was kind of funny. This nigga did that, stole all that shit, rewrote it, <laughs> said, boom, Doma, right? Track, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's disrespectful. Hip-hop head, right? right? So boom, check this. How you feel about Joe Budden? Some people oh love my God, Joe we had this conversation. I know, I want to know how you think. Because some people, me, when, when they say Joe Budden's, what, what's the first thing you think when you say pump, Joe Budden's? Go ahead. Pump it up. Yeah. Motherfucking pump it up. Yeah, no? Pump, 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 Look, Pump It Up is actually his worst song, and Block will tell you that. He knows that. He agrees to that. He hates that song. Mood Music 4 is the one that he told me to listen to, and I listened to it. I like that one. I like, uh, there's, there's a couple other ones that I like. Look, the thing about Joe Budden is that his music is, is in the background of all the crazy shit that he talks because hip hop is, you know what I mean? Like teenagers, 24, 25 year olds who don't know that music. You know what I mean? Who don't go and listen to it. They only hear the Slaughterhouse shit. And he gets Ooh. cut from half of that because how are you going to... Joe Budden cannot compete lyrically with Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye and nah, Royce. Not He's just not on the Let's same not level. Not, not at all. We're not going to do not that. Not at all. Not He's just not on the that same much. level. We're not doing that. We'll talk that much. about that. I know that much. So he gets, so he he gets, he so huh? he lives in that shadow block, and I'm and there is no shadow. He is the sun, my nigga. He creates the shadow. The fuck you mean? Fuck your shit. You know You just said he know more than you. Nigga, you over, nigga. We done. He just said you know more than you. Go ahead. So so so. Listen, I'm not listening. When it comes to Joey, fuck. Come to Joey. No bias, nigga. It's a fact. Yo, for real. Go ahead, bro. Teacher, hold on. Now we now. Now we all here. That's why it's Detroit versus everybody, nigga. 
Um, so, you know, so, but like, but what I can respect about Joe is that like the music that people don't hear as much is good, you know, and he does have shit to say. And he talks about some of that. There's a song that he put out recently called Slaughtermouse. That was his open letter to the whole shady thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that was a great song. You know, he's, he's got some other ones that are good too. Um, you know, I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but that pump it up song that everybody loves is his worst song. And he'll, and Joe Budden will tell you that. Yes, that shit was we great. talked about that this. That was forced. That was forced. We that talked about this with Big Sean. Great. He did the forced song. Great. Everybody does that. That you song like was great. You like dancing, yes. Yeah. Once you hear that. What? That's I ain't about that, yo. What about to do on this? That's right. So, no, I, I, what I like to. So, pump it up. Clearly, was like a. Com- it's a commercial song, right? Yeah, but every. Do you everyone have a has preference? And, and like when you, and for your interviews, do you have a preference of artists based off of their type of music? Ooh, that's really good. I I like lyrical MCs. For me, hip hop is competitive, you know. And so coming from Detroit, a lot of the times, you know, there's a big battle influence on that. And of course, that comes from the Eminem and the Eight Mile and all that shit. But even before that, battle rap was really how Detroit kind of became a bit of a hip hop center, mm-hmm. you know. So for me. A lot of that is lyrical. So I really pay attention to the lyrical aspect of it. And of course, listening to Eminem a lot as a kid, you learn to take, uh, you learn to uh, appreciate that, the technicality of, of lyricism. So I'm really a lyrical rapper, but at the same time, I get down with a lot of those guys that aren't so lyrical. You know what I mean? Uh, just because they make music that can rock the club. That's a whole different who type you, of hip hop, so you know? So who do you fuck with that, that rocks the club? If you want to, you throw in your motherfucking... What is it? Wait, hold on. What is he throwing on? Yeah. I, you, I, no, I'm, I'm asking. Well, yeah, yeah. Who rocks the club? You get, you get uh, ready. You want to get pumped up. You going out for a night? You know. Future probably is Ooh, my favorite. One. But not that future's yeah. not even lyrical. It's just future's. You know, future's all trap. You know. So I, so I, I, so I vibe with future a lot. I think he's probably he's probably my guy if I was going to put something on, you know. But also, you know, don't forget Future kind of created his own lane for this stuff. A lot of people swim in his wake. So, you know, you got to give him you got to give Future his respect. You know, you can't you can't knock him as much, you know, mumble or not. I I don't know if that's probably his term, but a lot of people swim in his wake. How you feel about my son, Ye? And what he going through right now (laughs) and musically, too. How you feel about how you feel about that Donda album? I want Donda 2, which was Ooh, produced by Future. That. 222. Right? There's no competition. No way it comes out on time, but yeah. I want Donda. No, it's, it's going to come late. It's, it's going to come late. It's going to come late. It's going to come late, but I want I want the I want the second one. I, I like Donda. The thing about it was I thought it was so hyped, and uh, I didn't think it lived up to it. You know, personally. Not that it was. Uh, uh-oh. Did you like Donda? I loved it. You loved it? Yes, sir. Favorite song? Jesus. What? Lord. <laughs> it's called Jesus I like Jonah That was like a good Jonah. one I like Jonah I like, like jail <laughs> Jail was good Jail was my shit Praise God right That was another good one Praise That was, that was Travis right one. Yeah that was another good one Shout out to all yeah, the, yeah. So the Donda was not a bad album yeah. Musically it was better than You know Drake's whole thing But like like at the same time, I want Donda too. I, I I was expecting something a little bit different, and I have no expectations for Donda too. So that hopefully that helps me out. I'm excited. Well, Donda Cat, two is definitely Khaled the songs that made the original album. Donda, the first one, was just the extras. I want right. to see what Khaled does. Yeah, that'll be interesting. DJ Khaled is someone that I have a lot of mixed opinions on because I can't stand him running around Instagram. We the best. 
He the best. <laughs> Shots but, fired. But the thing he is, the, is he that the best. he, yeah, but you know, he did, he did do the whole. Lying. He's he's not lying, he's but like you just said, sometimes the ego got to poke out. Bro. Sometimes that's, the ego got to poke ego. out. We the best. This man is taking videos of himself getting back massages and putting them on and Instagram. Guess what? <laughs> yes, we the best. Yes. Maybe I'm talking crazy now, but like that's just where I'm coming from, you know? I hear you. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he is rolling around in Maybachs with Ye. I mean, that's not a bad place to be, I guess. It's a look. It's a look. It's a number. The thing about Cal that I respect is, you know, he really, you know, very few producers can get Nas and Jay-Z on a song together mm-hmm. today, you know? So that was a big thing when he did that on his last album. I think he has a lot to offer hip-hop. He's good at combining that song was styles. That to me, though. Yeah, but he's still got him in the same yeah. in the same beat. And at the same time, it's also like he's good at combining styles. He's got an ear for this rapper will sound good with this rapper. They've never done a song together, but they have they have the kind of chemistry that'll make it work. So you gotta respect him for that. In that regard, he is the best. He's the best at sonically taking styles and putting them together. You <laughs> <So> stupid. <laughs> yeah. How you feel about uh, battle rappers, man? You ever touch that world? You know. Pause. <laughs> Just in case anybody heard it, I didn't hear it. I said it first. He said that world. Right. Huh? You, you know, I, I do actually. One of my oh, favorite okay. battle rap is King of the Dot. They're out of Canada. Yes, they do a lot of work. Absolutely over URL. Uh, I, a King my, of the Dot is good because they take they take the best rappers in North America. You know, it's not just United States. It's not Canada. Um, one of my favorite battle rappers is, is probably yeah or Mexico. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite battle rappers is Roan. I really like him. I like Sharon. He's good too. Oh, Sharon, uh, that's- that's the white boy. That boy. Good. Yeah, that that guy can really that guy can that's really tear you apart. So I do follow the battle rap. I, I like it because that's the you know, and you can tell the best battle rappers because a lot of times they have you know lines in their head or whatever. But if they can take pieces out of the last guy's verse and put it in their own, that's that, how you know that's they're scary. real. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Facts. Yeah. That's how it goes. You battle rap block. You I've, I did actually when I first started. I was battle rapping. Yeah. Yeah. I I refuse to do that though. You know what's crazy? When I was in high school, I battle rapped a little bit. I really yeah. wanted to be an artist. Wait, but then on, I realized that it just... Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You should have never said but that. It just, oh, but it just wasn't for me, yo. Yo, what happened? What happened last time we went out and you wanted me to battle some nigga in the bar? Wait. How'd that, that, that go? <laughs> what did I tell that nigga? What yeah. did I tell him? It's like, this is beyond rap, nigga. I'm going to fuck him up. It's different. Right. I You said you wanted to be an artist. I really... Yeah, probably for like... I was an artist probably for like probably for like eight years I wrote oh, and I still write all the time and like I still freestyle and stuff but like you know what's your artist uh, what's your name what was your name my, my name was just my last name Ryber and the reason I kept it like that is because uh, you know when Kendrick Lamar was asked about his rap name he said the realest I can be is myself so I just kept it my, my, my name mm. so I did the same thing but I just cut out my first name and just called it Ryber to have the one the one word or whatever but I, I really I wrote religiously. I was writing pages of lyrics every day in fucking math class and shit. And uh, I was I had a studio set up in my basement. You know, I, I took the bed sheet and just draped it over what's and, your, and what's really your, got grimy with it. Best bar ever. What's your go to line? What's your best bar ever right now? If you um, knew right now. What's your best bar? I'll fucking oh, <clears throat> I'll puke, eat it and freak you battle. I'm too weeded to speak to. The only key that I see to defeat you would be for me to remove these two Adidas and beat you. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Shit. Okay. What else you want? What you got, Block? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm I low key. Don't I'm do wearing. That. Don't hey, do that. Also, also I'm. I'm wearing Adidas tonight, so that's not even a. That's not even cap. No, no, that's not even cap. No, no, that's not even cap.
I'll fucking, <clears throat> I'll puke, eat it, and freak you. Battle, I'm too weeded to speak to. The only key that I see to defeat you would be for me to remove these two Adidas and beat you. Huh? I'll fucking, I'll right. puke, eat it, and freak you. Yeah. Battle, I'm too weeded to speak to. The only key that I see to defeat you would be for me to remove these two Adidas and beat you and force feed you in both and on each speed as it cleats you. Boss, boss. Yeah, yo. Take these two Adidas and beat you. And force oh. feed you in both on each feet as a cleat shoe. Okay, do me a favor. Don't look at me when you do these bars, though, okay? <laughs> don't look me. Don't look at me. Nah, don't. All right, nigga. Y'all can give me that. Don't do it. No, we're not doing that. Fifty-two mindset means having a hustler's ambition and ambition of a rider. Shit, I hope it gives a line's depth. 